What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Coming at you from 104.5, 106.1, these sister stations, and streaming worldwide from IRLoneStar.com. Um, I don't know, is that a from? Am I saying that right? I'm getting confused now. I'm getting old. Uh, this is Corey DLG. With me as usual is little brother Nico. Hello, Coming hello. at you via the Anchor app. Yep. Because we're on opposite sides of the world. I am in an undisclosed secret location. I think opposite sides of the world is a little misleading. Uh, I don't have a globe in front of me, but I think that puts you somewhere in the ocean or China. You don't know that. I, I honestly don't, actually. Um, I barely pass geography. I don't know where I am. Uh, not only did I barely... You know what? I didn't actually take geography, uh, first of all. Um, and then more than that, I was watching West Wing and they had that episode where the guy explains that the map is wrong. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the map like favors white countries because it puts Europe in the center of the globe and the size of everything is wrong. Like Africa is a massive continent, but for some reason it's smaller than the others in the map. You know what I mean? Right. And so when everything's the correct size, like nothing looks right. Uh, I, I don't know where, like where anything is at this point. One of my favorite versions of that was uh, there's a forget which it's it's one of the Gundam series. They they pull up a map of the world and they like completely forgot about Greenland. So like there's just a like everything's a little bit too close together. <laughs> <laughs> I was like they miss like an entire massive island. It looks so weird. <laughs> I also love that Greenland is icy and Iceland is Greenland. Yeah. And both for the same reason, the person who named them wanted to mess with people. It's perfect. The guy who started Iceland wanted people to come for, uh, to populate it. So he lied about it. The guy who started Greenland and then the guy who started Iceland loved it so much. He didn't want anyone to come. (laughs) It's so good. Humans, humans have had the same jokes forever. One of my, yeah, one of my, my not abs- exactly my favorite one is uh, there's like this cave, like uh, it's like cave writing, and it's like super high in the air, like in this cave, and it took so long to decipher it, and all it says is like this is high. <laughs> well, you know, like we say stuff like oldest trick in the book, uh, the oldest job. Like things like that, like as though we only have one set of standards. So it's all the same. Ancient humans, yeah, modern humans, not that much different. <laughs> we've never really moved on. Um, <laughs> it's now official. We can confirm that this uh, next month, uh, November 28th, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, we will be hosting our first live event of 2020. Only took us um, 11 months. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, it's going to be a special pre-release of the Digimon card set. Yay! I'm so excited for this. You have absolutely no idea. <laughs> we're ironing out details now, but there's going to be a large tournament. There's going to be some side play going on. They're going to be we're going to be there all day. We're going to be recording. We're going to try and get some uh, some fun people out there. And make this a huge event. Um, but we'll have more details as we get closer to it. In the meantime. 
just go ahead and mark your calendars for Saturday, November 28th. Come hang out with us, Nerd Thug Radio. Um, yeah. I think it's about all the uh, self-care we got to do there. Wait, did we ever decide? Is it? Is it? Um, am I on? Am I streaming from Lone Star Radio or on IR Lone Star? I don't know. I don't make the rules. What's 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 the what's the grammar there? I'm streaming from. I would assume from. But it's not like streaming. it's live because it would be then it would be on. <laughs> well, stream. I mean, mm, listening to us on one hundred four point five, one hundred six point one, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at. That's what it is. We're streaming at IRLoneStar.com. I guess, yeah. I think that's what I think that's what it is. That's that's what we're gonna go with. We're streaming at IRLoneStar.com. Fair enough. Okay. Um <laughs> trying to figure out the semantics of at from or on. <laughs> Listen, the internet has ruined all of that. That's true. As I yawn on air because I do good radio, because I'm a professional. Um, I do want to say uh, we're coming up on Halloween. It's going to be on a Saturday this year. Finally, it's on a good day. I mean, any any Halloween is always a good day. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but like it's always nice when it's like on a Friday or Saturday because then you're like, ah, then it's like or the weekend's here or already there. Yeah, I suppose. I guess. Um, all right, I got a question I'm going to pose to you first before we get into fun, spooky, pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the election's going on. I have already early voted. Um, a news story broke over the last couple days uh, that almost immediately most media sources did not think it's credible and therefore basically have kind of not reported. Um, the news story is that allegedly an unidentified man who might have been Hunter Biden dropped off laptops last year at a, at a laptop repair facility in New York. He never returned for them. It wasn't in New York. It was oh, I thought it was, I thought I saw that it was in Queens. I'm sorry. It was in Delaware. Oh. It's where, it's where oh, Joe Biden's from. Okay, I mean, that makes more sense, but even that's not really that relevant to this. But So it dropped him off. Uh, the repair shop never could find the guy or get a hold of him again. They then go through the laptops for some reason. Um, find these incriminating emails. And they then give them to the New York Post and to Rudy Giuliani. Um, you missed the part where they were seized by the FBI. <laughs> well, they were seized, but afterwards. They weren't seized first. Um, they were seized by the FBI afterwards. Um, but the reason they were seized by the FBI, all day yesterday, I was reading that Essentially, the intelligence agencies expected Russia to try and trick Rudy Giuliani, which would then in turn trick the president, Donald Trump. 
So they were waiting for this to happen? This is sort of a really weird story. I don't know, man. I guess the first question is, do you find it believable? Yeah, especially because no one said no. Well, no, the Biden campaign has adamantly denied it. No, they haven't. Yeah, yes, they did. They didn't. Yeah, they adamant they adamantly denied first of all that there was ever any official contact between Biden and uh, the VP, um, of of whoever Burisma. They've now come forward and said, at best, if there ever was any, because there could be some photo of like the two of them at some sort of dinner together somewhere or something. And so essentially the Biden campaign has said they have his official calendar for the last like X amount of time because this would have been while he was vice president. Right. And so they've said they've gone through his entire official calendar and there's no meeting between the two of them. So at best, they might have been in the same room at some sort of event. But nothing that nothing substantive and nothing that Joe Biden even like recalls them meeting for. Correct. We're going to rely on Joe Biden's memory for that. <laughs> um. So here's my thing about that. I know that. I know that. I know that Donald Trump has spent uh, an entire campaign telling you that he's crazy and senile and old. Um, the two of them stood on a stage together, and you couldn't tell the difference between the two of them. So, like, if one's senile, the other one certainly is old. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, at this point, I can't. The Trump campaigns at the bar so low for Biden's credibility that when they stood together on stage at a debate and looked the same, that was a win for Joe Biden. Like, Joe Biden didn't look lost. He wasn't asking people where his candy was. You know what I mean? Like, so the problem now is, yeah, the story is just bizarre. It got zero traction with any news agency other than the New York Post, which will print just about anything, unfortunately for them. Um, I don't really know that there's anything. It's weirder to me that the intelligence agencies were just waiting around for this to happen. I don't know, Chief. Like, that's the odd. What's that? I don't know, Chief. I don't know. Like, that's the weirder part to the story to me is that they knew this was going to happen. And so they were just kind of like, well, when it turns up, we'll just go ahead and grab it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not how that works. By the way, um, I read an article from like, it was like from the Tech Insider. And essentially, they were looking for like, they were they were kind of fact checking just the bare skeleton of the story. Like if you have a, a computer repair shop, do you not get the person's phone number and name that kind of stuff? You know what I mean? And like everyone they talked to was like, no, I'm, I'm collecting thousand dollar laptops all day. Like I'm getting every piece of information from you. I can like, yeah, there's a lot of layers of like weird non credibility to the story that just make it seem so bizarre. But the other part that I wanted to get to is, what does it say? So Facebook and Twitter basically started, like, first they were shadow banning it, and then they just started outright saying that the story isn't a credible story. 
Um, started banning people for it. I think it's a little, it's a little rough. Um, they started banning some accounts for it, yes. And I, but I, I think those accounts kind of already had a strike count against them. They banned the, they banned the prince secretary for the president. <laughs> they did, they did, and I think that's kind of what I wanted to ask is like, now more than likely she has posted several fake news stories at this point, and I don't mean fake news in the sense that like fake news. But I mean, like, real news, like, real stories that have been debunked previously. Conspiracy theories and QAnon-type stuff. She's probably posted several of those because they, they talk about them at the press briefings. They talk about them at the White House. So, where do you fall in... She probably had strikes against her. That probably is what got... This was probably the thing that got her banned. Um... Good or bad? Bad. All, you think it's bad? All in on bad. <laughs> Why do you think that's bad? Uh, it's not. So s- social media companies can have it one way or the other. They're either, they either get to choose what's on their platform, making them a publication, not a, not a platform, or they can be a platform and allow people to say what they want. One or keep in mind one or the we, other. We well keep in mind we killed them for being uh free form after the twenty sixteen election. That was what all the hearings were about, that they did no regulation of fact. And I um, I don't think they should have I don't think they should have been reliable for that, you know. I think it's up to I think they should have. I don't I do think they should I have. don't think so at all. If you wanna well, if you wanna read anything off the internet and believe everything you say then I'm sorry, then the guy who only reads Bigfoot websites and is chasing Bigfoot right now, that's his decision. That's the life that he chose to lead. That doesn't mean that every American's going to read everything, and it doesn't mean that every American's going to understand every possible facet of society, but it's also not the job of people to completely control and manipulate what they think is true, even if you know it, they disagree with it. They can just call it fake, and it'll get taken down. It's a very slippery slope is what I'm saying. And I, I'm much more like, let everyone, even the stupid people, have their say. But, it, but, it, but it was never a slippery slope before. This is no different than saying that Facebook is a publication now. Like, newspapers forever, magazines forever. Right, and then there's laws every day of the week, there's somebody. Well, hang on. Every day of the week, there's somebody who comes up to the New York Times and says, uh, an alien impregnated me, and my and my baby's gonna come out with scales and wings. And the New York Times has to go, okay, well, we're gonna look at that, but probably not. And then, sure enough, you know, it it is the first a bit of investigative reporting debunks it. Right. Um, so, what you're saying is Facebook should just publish those stories and not regulate it. The problem is, yeah, because it's 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 it, at that point it's user generated. It's not from, you know, I can make any post on Facebook I want. Can... You well, no, you can't, and that's okay. Here's the problem: a few years ago, we passed a law that essentially held, that essentially said the federal government could hold Facebook responsible for posts that it that it that it allowed to be posted to its platform. And once we did that, Facebook needed to regulate these things, and they did that. You know, they did that to 
essentially they've been making laws like that to chase sex workers off of the internet this whole time. It started out on Craigslist. Craigslist used to um, literally have prostitute listings. And yeah. the federal government forever couldn't fight Craigslist on that because Craigslist was like First Amendment, First Amendment, First Amendment. So then they had to make a law that specifically was like, if you have a website that lets people commit crime, such as prostitution, drug selling, whatever, whatever, you're going to you're going to go to like we're going to come after you. And so eventually Craigslist and various other places that were like just I think Craigslist literally had a link to prostitution or escorts or something along those lines. And eventually that all had to come down because single like what was it what was it like encounters or something like that? Well that I think they still have up somehow. I think that is the idea is that that's between like non-paying consenting weirdos. Um casual encounters, I think is what it was called. Yeah, yeah, that was what it was. But they literally had just a link up for prostitutes or escorts or something along those lines. And so once they started holding people like Craigslist responsible for the content, the for the posts that they were putting up on their board, that's that's game over for the idea that the internet is a free exchange of ideas. The reason the internet can't be a free exchange of ideas is because somewhere there's a grandma in Des Moines who bought, who believes everything she's reading. But that's not the fault of everyone who's on the platform. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's the responsibility of the people hosting the platform to make sure that she knows that those people aren't news agencies. Like, Ben Shapiro filming himself behind a desk on YouTube doesn't immediately make him a, a news source. But there are lots of people who only get their news from Ben Shapiro. They think he is somehow an unbiased news source. And that's not correct. He's an opinion-based news source. Um, and that's sort of the problem with the internet. The internet made it really easy to... You can pick and choose now who you listen to. However, the problem with that is now... You, people think they're getting news when they're getting opinion. There are so many links to articles that I read where the interior of the article isn't up to any journalistic standard where it'll have, it'll say things like it'll describe people like with descriptors like evil and corrupt, which you don't really see too much in the Houston Chronicle. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Like the article specifically tells you what to think of certain people. And it's like, well, wait a minute. That's, that's hardly unbiased. Like, no, I, and I and I don't disagree with you. I just I I'm just for non-regulation of that environment. Unfortunately, that's because you're young. I I, I think age, it's because I, I just think at because, your age I would have said the same thing, and I and I genuinely would have. I I I used to believe that we can under-regulate this, and 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 the the internet is there for the freedom of information for everybody. But the truth is, over time, what I've learned is that too many people don't have – here's the problem, Nico. You're smart, and you have the ability to discern fact from fiction. Not everyone has that ability. What you're going to learn is the bulk of people. And what they found in the, in the 2016 election is there, is there was a lot of people who might have been undecided voters or might have been in the middle – but were swayed and stay swayed by Facebook groups and Facebook posts that weren't 
seated at all in any kind of truth or honesty. Um, just in this election, um, you know, there, there are articles going around talking about like Biden's potential tax plan. There was a, there's an article today where it takes a screenshot from a newspaper article and in it, it lists the different tax rates. Well, it lists Biden's payroll tax rate. This is in an actual newspaper. It lists Biden's payroll tax rate at 52%. As though from your paycheck, he's going to take 52%. You're going to get 48% of your income. That's not how taxes work, okay? Well, that would be how payroll taxes work. That is is what that is. Uh, That's not the number. That's not even kind of the number. Where that 52 comes from is if you're in the highest uh, bracket and you're also paying paychecks for someone else. So if you're the employer and you're in the highest tax bracket, the total amount of money you would pay on someone's wage is 52%. But that's on both sides, like the payroll taxes that are coming out on their end, plus what you as the employer have to pay into the payroll system. Right. Which is already fairly close to standard. I believe essentially for an employee, uh, an employer pays one and a half. So, like, if their wage is $10 an hour, the employer basically almost pays almost $15 an hour between payroll taxes and fees into the system. Yeah. Um, so that number isn't out of, out of range, but it's inappropriate if you were trying to do a straight comparison, which is what the article was doing. And that's a, that's a newspaper doing that. So there's bias kind of within the media everywhere you look. And, and I'm sure conservative people feel like the media machine in and of itself is biased against them. I'm sure that's someone screaming that right now at this podcast, and that's fine. You can even have an opinion on the quote-unquote fairness of it, but the reality is there are people who can't tell the difference even between biased or unbiased truth and a total fictional story. Like there were there were news articles. Okay, well, a lot of what they say about Hillary Clinton winds up being kind of fake news. Um, Hillary Clinton didn't sell our uranium to Russia. Did you know that? I never I never heard any of these stories. Yeah, so Hillary Clinton allowed when she was Secretary of State, there was a Canadian company selling plutonium. I think plutonium, not uranium, plutonium to Russia. Or it might have been Uranium. I don't know. Whatever. Whichever it was. They were selling it to Russia. Um, it wasn't America's. And the United States still had the ability to say yes or no to the sale. The heads of every department in the government had to report to the president yes or no. And all of the heads of the government said yes. So, like, the head of the EPA, the head of the, the, head of the Secretary of State, blah, 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 blah. So, like, 15 different government agencies came back to Obama and said, yeah, it, it's not a big deal. They can they can sell it, blah, blah, blah. Also, I don't even think it's fissionable material. Uh, it's not even the kind of material that can turn into nuclear weapons. Bomb. Uh, it's just radioactive isotopes. Um, so there's all these weird stories, stuff like that, where it's like, well, that's – she didn't – it wasn't our uranium. Like, it was Canada's. Like – but and, it, and story, she wouldn't be the only one, right? She was she was like one of fifteen people who approved it. 
Um, but to hear the news stories, it's like, oh, who's in Russia's pocket, really? And it's like, well, not that's not proof of anyone being in anyone's pocket. Like, and there's just a lot of dumb stories like that. Um, and the reality is, the fiction of that becomes stronger than the reality. Uh, what's the saying? A lie can travel the world in the time it takes the truth to put on its pants. Yeah. And that's part of the problem is people can't tell the difference. So right now there are people walking around who totally believe this Hunter Biden story that Hunter Biden doesn't even leave ID when he drops off a laptop. And that, oh, darn, this laptop just happens to have all the information to discredit his dad from being president. Like the world's most convenient story to come out the month before the election, right? October, October stories. They're never relevant. Right. They call it the October surprise. Um, and again, it's it's emails in Russia. Like, when when is this story ever going to be over? Never. Kind of feels that way. Um, we kind of stretched our legs on that a little bit. That's that's sort of a little bit longer than I wanted to go, but that's all right. We can. I, I don't mind. Um, Nico, do you have the Adventure Begins ad up? I can get it in a second if you want start off. Yeah, that's all right. Um, we got a, we got a special treat on the other half of this show. We're we're gonna go a little bit longer today because uh the second half we're gonna play the Ernie Hudson interview that we did years ago in honor of uh Halloween coming up in the next couple weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk adventure begins, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk some some funny stuff I was catching on TV the other day uh about Bigfoot. Um, so I'll go ahead and start when you go get it ready. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More right there on 1488 in Conroe. They are a comic shop, gaming store, gaming supply store, and nerd fun stuff store. Um, they've got the board games, the card games, the role-playing games. They've got comic books. They've got statues. They've got action figures. They've got toys. They also are a place where you can go hang out and play these games with other people. Um, it's clean, family friendly, well lit. The staff is knowledgeable and great. Um, it's absolutely the place that we go and get our nerd stuff on. Uh, they have my comic books in a little box. I get a discount. Um, it's where we get our nerd stuff going. Uh, Nico, you got the uh, the dates up? Yep. So starting today, uh, October sixteenth at seven p.m., uh, we got the Star Wars X Wing Miniatures Casual Meetup. So if you want to. Come in, you want to learn the basics, or you just want to hang out and play, you got uh, the opportunity there. And Saturday, the 17th, from 2 to 4, is the Pokemon Casual Meetup. All skill levels, if you want to join, if you want to learn how to play, it's a great time to come on in. Uh, The same day, the 17th, from 6 to 10, is Hammer Time. Uh, Warhammer and Tabletop Warhammer Meetups. Bring your armies, hang out with other Wargame enthusiasts. And Sunday, October 18th, is the Spookiest Junior Adventures League. Uh, limited number of spots, so don't hesitate to sign up. Uh, they're still looking for DMs if anyone is interested. So, yeah, that's what they still got coming up at the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. And then, of course, November 28th, we're going to keep hammering that. Come hang out with us the, that Saturday after Thanksgiving. It's even called the um, Super Presale. It's such a great name. Super pre-sale. I do like that name. It's exciting. Um, and that's going to be the Digimon card set. Yeah. Uh, 
so <laughs> uh, the Travel Channel has just the best shows ever. You know I love the Travel Channel. Yeah, um, it's just all like ghost stories and weirdos. It's great. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. They will post. They will take. Okay. The Travel Channel is your grandma. They will take anything off the internet that they find and package it as though it's true and then air it. Um, all of the paranormal footage that, that circles the internet, they put it on the TV show and they're like, this is real ghost footage. They're like, and dude, then, check out this wiggly ball of light. There's probably some <laughs> dust. This is building's 200 years old. <laughs> or it's like just like a flying lightning bug. And they're like, watch as he closed mysteriously. <laughs> but I love it, man. I love the Travel Channel. They have the ghost. Uh, I, I got to get the names right. They've got Ghost Adventures. Um, then they've got Ghost Nation, which is one half of the TAPS team that was in Ghost Hunters on Sci-Fi Forever. I like how they took half of them and they were just like, Ghost Nation. Well, they were Ghost Hunters on Sci-Fi. Um, and then they had a bit of a dispute with sci-fi about like their airing schedule. Like they weren't happy about the inconsistency with which they were airing the episodes. But again, the sci-fi channel was like inconsistency at its finest. Yeah. I never understand what's going on with the sci-fi channel. I feel like the sci-fi channel is run by like your stoner friend. Like, cause it is. That's all, it's all the shows that green light. They're like, all right, so get this. So here's an original movie. Where a guy uh, fights a robot shark, and he's like, "Hell yeah, yeah!" I I feel like we're like nine episodes into Sharknado at this point too. So I'm with you on that. Like they kind of just green light whatever. Although one of my favorite quotes was Ian Ziering, formerly of Nine Hundred Two One Zero, who's the lead for Sharknado or was forever. Um, essentially. He came forward and said that he needed to do it for the health insurance when he was asked why Sharknado. He was like, "Hey, you got to have health insurance." That's a, that's a, that's gotta, that's real. Got to work X amount of time over X amount of years to keep your health insurance active in the union. <laughs> I mean, Fallout Boy has taught us anything is that money is a very good motivator. Dang, is that a call out to Fallout Boy? Oh, that's why they that's why they got together after not making music for like eight years. Um, you know my friend's band is back together, and I might be for the same reason. Ludo? Um uh, yeah, Ludo literally released a new song the other day. Oh, look at that. Uh, a Halloween theme song. Uh last year they did like a reunion show, and they've done like I told you, they've done reunion shows every you know, every seven or eight months some college campus puts together some money and gives them a call. Um but they did a they did on their own at a at a some music venue, they did a reunion show and it sold out immediately. So they wound up doing like three nights in a row, mm-hmm. like kind of Garth Brooks style, um, out there in St. Louis. And so they were kind of surprised by yeah, that's where Victoria is. That is. So they were kind of surprised by the sellout effect. And so they, I guess, they decided to get back together and start making some music, just kind of seeing what happens. Uh, but anyway, they released a Halloween song yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do think, uh, but it's so, so on the travel channel, there's just all kinds of craziness. 
It's all insane. It's uh, it's it's funny to me, um, because right now, so they have a, uh, they're calling it the Bigfoot Research Organization, and what they're really doing is hunting Bigfoot in Louisiana. So they're literally called the Bro. Uh, no, no, the GCBRO. The Gulf Coast Bigfoot Research Organization. Oh, it's just the Bigfoot Research Organization. It'd just be called Bro. Well, here's the thing. Their belief is that if they kill Bigfoot, then they can prove he exists. But what if he's like an extra-dimensional hopping primate man? Well, they're going to shoot him with the shotgun until they kill him. I'm going to shoot him with my gun. That is their plan. It is multi-part. They go where the sightings are. They hide in the woods. And they shoot at everything that moves. That seems a little dangerous. No, 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 no. It's the South. Nothing bad ever happens when you hunt in the South. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Everyone has a mutual understanding that they could kill each other at any moment, so they just don't. Yeah. Well, or the, if, if someone does die, they just all power through it. They're just like, oh, that was an accident. They're like, his, his fight will remain. <laughs> we, we shall, it's like, you're the guy's the one that killed him. It's like, his spirit remains strong. <laughs> yeah, He'd want us to do this. It's like, you literally killed him. <laughs> he would want us to keep staying out here shooting everything that moves. I don't know. He might have had second thoughts. Um <laughs> Right before the bullet went through them. Uh, yeah, they all get dressed up in ghillie suits. They all hide in the brush. <laughs> all are sitting around waiting to see Bigfoot walk by. Say Bigfoot. Freaking pulls out the AK-47 and just loads out. And the show is called, like, Bigfoot is Real? Oh, of course it is. It's not yeah. even a question. No. No, not statement even, of but... fact. Bigfoot is real. Fact. They, they, um, they have a former member who is crusading against them. He believes that murdering Bigfoot would be wrong because they're humanoids and we need to find another way to document them. They said, nah, we're going to shoot them with a yeah, gun. They're, they're not, they don't want to hear it. They're like, nah, we're here to kill Bigfoot. If you kill him, then we'll know he's real. I shall kill the last of his lost species. It definitely feels like the wrong way to prove it. Yeah. I don't know why. I just I just, I just think of the, the bad guy from Up, the old man with the stupid like bird skeleton. <laughs> uh, that's pretty accurate. And all the dogs that can talk. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you you gotta check it out. It's on the Travel Channel. Uh, it's hilarious. They've got like five episodes made. I guess more coming. Um, of course, they haven't shot Bigfoot yet. No, they they didn't shoot him in the five episodes I saw. So I guess he's due. Um, <laughs> we're gonna jump out to that break we've been you've been waiting for. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna close the show out with the Ernie Hudson interview. Uh, this has been Corey DLG with Nico. Um. Nerd Thug Radio, thanks for listening.
The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but the community has always relied on itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where, as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG here with uh, Joey Savage Yo. and Nico DLG. Hey. And a uh, special guest with us right now. We're at Louisiana Comic Con and we're here with Ernie Hudson. Hey, good to be here with you, Nerd Thugs. Obviously, you recognize him as the cop from The Crow. Oh, no, no, wait, no, 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 that's right. No, no, Ghostbusters, that's right. That's right. That's where we all know him from. So, I do want to ask have you seen the new Ghostbusters? I know you saw the new Ghostbusters, but uh, I'm in the new Ghostbusters. Are you? See, we haven't got a chance to see it yet. We were excited when we saw the previews. We were all very excited for it. Yeah, yeah. How do you uh, How do you think Leslie Jones did? Because you guys kind of play the parallel role of like the outsider oh, yeah. kind of coming in. Sure. Scientist. Yeah, non scientist. She's wonderful in movies. She does a great job and she's funny. And, um, and Leslie, it can be big sometimes, but. But she really uh, plays it very straight, and uh, and I think she's the best one in the movie, to be honest. Really? She is, she yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, I think she's she, I, I love her bits, like when she does them with the, like, the Game of Thrones. Have you seen the one where she, she watches the Game of Thrones with Jimmy Kimmel? I think oh. she's like slapping him, freaking out. It's oh, so really? great. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No, no, I haven't seen it. But, she uh, does some great stuff. But, but um, she's good in the movie, yeah. So I heard one of your interviews on uh, Satellite Radio, XM. And uh, the DJ on there, he was, he was kind of getting kind of vulgar and cursing a lot. But you kind of just stuck to who you were. You didn't, like, buy into it. So, like, my, my question is, like, to, to young actors or radio people, anybody, like, how hard is it or what advice would you give to them to just be true to yourself and not, like, give in to your surroundings? Yeah, no, it, well, it's always a temptation. I was doing a, I was working, I do a show called APB. We shoot it in Chicago. Uh, it's a new series for Fox. It'll start airing uh, February 5th, I think it is. But um, I had a scene where I had no lines, but we're watching all these things, events happen. And uh, and I was trying to be present, and I was trying to react to all this stuff. And the director came up to me and said, uh, Ernie, I appreciate you giving so much um, to, to make this work. And I thought that was a compliment. And then he said, but... Um, uh, why don't you try internalizing? <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, oh my god! I mean, have I been over? Because sometimes you want to, you know, to make whatever you're doing work. 
But I think you really got to be honest and true to what's what's real and keep it real. And what's real is what's real to you and what's true to you. And if it doesn't fit you, don't do it. Don't go there. There's certain things I don't do in life because I just don't do it. Somebody else might do it and it's all good, but it's not me. That's the nerd uh, lifestyle right you know, there. Yeah, That's why we, we, don't, we don't talk politics or aeronautics. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, keep it real. Know what's... Um, and then, you know what, the things I don't worry about because it's just not a part of my world. And I know they exist in somebody's world, but, um, you know, my, my grandmother was a very uh, spiritual person and she was very, had a lot of, she's uh, you know, very important to the community. She was very involved and very, when people came to our house, nobody came, nobody cursed. Everybody was respectful. It was because you just didn't do that around her. Yeah. And people understood that. No, yeah. I mean, My know, grandma's the same know, way. Yeah. Like, I don't curse uh, in front of her. I don't even drink in front of her, yeah. even if we're at a restaurant. Yeah. You know, it's but, out of respect. Now, if she did it, I'm sure it would be okay. But, yeah. but, but you, know, <laughs> you, know, you know, you leave that stuff outside. That's right. And, um, and so that's kind of how I see life. Now, obviously, Ghostbusters has kind of had a major impact on your career. It's kind of something you're tied to forever, and it's a big deal. Making the movie, did you guys know at the time y'all were doing something? I mean, it's what, 30 years later, and here we are? Well, you always want to do your best work, but, you know, you can never know that. I mean, I've done a lot of movies, and they all predict they're going to be whatever, but when it happens, something like this, you can't predict. I knew it would be successful. I, I thought people would like it. I thought we were working on something that was going to be funny, and I thought the people I was working with were really talented, but I felt that same way, you know, uh, about airheads. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. And um, To be fair, I do love airheads. I'll cop to it. I'll so say it. I do too, but uh, apparently not many other people did, you know, or Leviathan or whatever. You do the best and hopefully somebody like it. And sometimes if something like a Ghostbusters just gets a connection that uh, goes beyond just typical movies, you know, uh, and that's special. So I've got an unhealthy Bill Murray obsession. Do you have any yeah. fun Bill Murray stories? Well, Bill Murray just period is fun. I mean, whatever he does, he does it in his own unique way. And, you know, uh, you just got to love him or hate him. I'm sure that people <laughs> hate him. But, uh, but I, I just love and appreciate him. He has the most integrity of anybody I know. When I say integrity, I mean he's true to himself. That's like awesome. it, don't like it. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of bend a little bit to be nice. Right. You know, even sometimes when I don't feel like it, I'll still, <laughs> I'll still make the effort. I think that's the center. You know, I think, that's you know, and I, think uh, <laughs> I think sometimes I feel like whatever my issues are, I shouldn't lay it on somebody else. Right, so right. I'll just kind of put my thing on hold. Bill Murray doesn't put his stuff on hold. Okay. <laughs> what he's feeling is what he's feeling. And if you just happen to be in the way of it, you're in the way of it. But, uh, but I, I appreciate it. If he doesn't want to do something, he just doesn't do it. Yeah. And, I've someone, heard. and I can be talked into stupid stuff. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, that's stupid. I don't want to do it. And they'll kind of go, but Ernie, you know, we need it. We got everything riding on it. And, you know, we're hoping you. And, if you know, then I kind of go, "Ah, all right, what is it? Okay. (laughs) I guess I'll go. No, that's the end of it. I heard he doesn't uh, doesn't have an agent, just a phone number. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah. no, so crazy, Catch me. uh, Well, I'm going to get you, Bill. I don't know. You know, somewhere in the universe, if it's meant to happen, uh, (laughs) it'll happen. And and it works for him. It's It's true. It's not like his career is hurt. Yeah, no, no, he's not hurting. Total, total great respect for Bill Murray. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Great we really to appreciate yeah. it. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop.
on Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> <laughs>